Welcome to the Pocono Raceway Podcast. This is your host, Kevin, and I have a lot of people around me right now. And I don't know, there's some mischievous faces that are normally on the air, including... This is uh, TJ Major driving the number 22 car. Yeah, no, it's... Spotter the, the number 22 car, sorry. Spotter, yeah, you ready to mess that yeah, up, I JJ. Did. Nice yeah. job. Uh, Brett Griffin here, spotter, <laughs> spotter for Clint Boyer in the Cup Series. Yeah. Uh, thanks Kevin, for the intro, Casey. That's Kevin Teal. <laughs> 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 and also, we have special guests on this podcast. Go ahead. My name is Brooke, and I'm an intern here at Pocono. Nice. And the other one is Chrissy. Chrissy, hey. the other intern. Hey, what? Ra- round of applause. This is Brooke's first, um, yay, first podcast. This is Chrissy's second, but welcome to welcome. the uh, the studio. This you have the studio, aka we're in the media center. I don't need to know. We're in the media center. We they could be in. The, we could be in. We're our, doing our fancy, media in the media our fancy center. High end studio. I mean, here on the Pocono Raceway campus. Basically, we. No, we're not. Yeah, we're in the media center. We're in the media center. Bob Pockers here, Fox Sports. I have a question. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we we took a week off with the podcast mainly because we were exhausted. Um, we did a lot during our Pocono 400 race weekend, but we had a ton ton of fun. And before we get into all the cool stuff we did, um, I have questions for the interns right off the bat. All right, go ahead. Ooh, so, ahead. all right, Chrissy, yes. starting off. So you were with us from basically January up until now and still are but what was the transition for you to kind of see what planning went in and then what was your first race weekend experience like as a Pocono Raceway employee um so what's the actual question what was your first (laughs) (laughs) how how was your first race weekend it was great it was great (laughs) apparently we're still having that race weekend hangover laying over all of us still um, yeah, it was great having to be here from the beginning and then executing and still having a couple more races left and an air show coming up, too. Yeah. Um, and still promoting. Absolutely. So. Promoters promote. Promoters promote. All right. That's right. And then Brooke. I mean, I, I learned a lot. It's crazy to think, like, how much actually goes into a race weekend. Like, you come as a fan and you just see everything goes and how it goes and you don't really think about what happens behind the scenes. And then to be part of it, it's it's crazy. It was crazy. Yeah. And you had started, what, three weeks before it? Yeah, I started, my first day was the day before the takeover in Philadelphia. Well, welcome. You guys did an excellent job. And then for JJ, Kevin, hey. how do you hey. guys think the race weekend went? It, race weekend went great. This, yeah. But like like you said, this is, the, this, is my, this, is my, this is the start of my sixth race season, and I've never seen a How many race weekends year. is that, JJ? <laughs> I know you count them. Well, six times three is 18, right? So it was my 18th race weekend, and it was crazier than the other 17 <laughs> prior. <laughs> I'll Way tell you, more going on. I'll tell you one story, um, and uh, this is my fav- probably one of my favorite moments, and I'm not going to get into the specific r- situation Are you gonna that, cry? that arose. No, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to give you a, a moment where I actually saw for the first time, because Chrissy, you normally you, you have your, you have your stuff together up. Always right, and there was one, and you had your stuff Uh-oh. together, but there was one moment where I saw some fear in your eyes of a certain situation that was about to arise. But she uh, stepped up to the plate, and we uh, we figured it out. Oh, well, like you I can't just leave it there. I, what was the situation? I, I, I can't tell you about the situation. It'll it'll ruin it'll ruin you know all the secrets that but go I on. I think 
Kevin helped me in this situation. Yes. Yeah. Where was I? Hold so, on. Uh, Where were the three of us? There, there were five people. It, 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 was, it was us. Maybe, maybe that was part of the situation. <laughs> yeah. No. Maybe with the three of us caused the situation. That's probably how it went down. Well, I'm glad whatever situation that handled happened inside joke between the two of you, whatever we got going on I'm here. I'm glad I didn't have to deal with it. I had a great too. resolution. <laughs> I ended up interviewing Alex Bowman on the stage oh. with a, about 10-minute notice, so. Oh. And you did great. Oh, thank you. Oh, I didn't lose. I didn't use any of you guys' questions, so sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys I did know, great work on using those questions, and I looked at them and I said, "I'm not ans- asking a single one of these questions." Um, so then, the other reason why I wanted to have the interns on here in the podcast is because, um, okay, so both obviously huge race fans before you started on this journey of working at Pocono Raceway, two huge race fans sitting across from me. A mediocre race fan who got into the sport and fell in love with it and became a big race fan. What's the difference now? As the, now that the curtain's been pulled back on like what the, goes on in order to promote an event, like more of a race fan, have a greater appreciation for it, want this to fully be your career period, or like wh- where do you guys stand? Absolutely. I think I'm more of a race fan now. Um, coming into the sport, I mean, you guys came to visit my college, so I got a little behind the scenes of what you guys do, um, and that's – where my eyes really opened to what the sport was other than just cars racing. It was the behind the scenes that made me fall in love with the sport. So being able to be here and actually execute things um, from your end, I love it more. All right. Now, Brooke, what about you? Definitely more. I mean, I've always been a huge race fan, but definitely now that I've seen all the behind the scenes, definitely a bigger race fan than what I was. Yeah. That's good. What about you guys? Any bigger of a race fan from the race weekend? After this race weekend alone, <laughs> just no, this specific I, one. Wait a minute, there, I was, think, there was a race. I think. I think because like I, we were mo- we were uh, much like like you guys um, when we first started. We were we came from, you know, the year before I started working here. I was um, knocking over kids trying to get Dale Junior's autograph in the paddock area. So you know, I wasn't far removed yeah. when I started. But <laughs> I got to come back to that one. Just keep going. Thanks to Kevin Heaney for giving me the pit paddock passes at the tweet up. But anyways. Um, but no, I, 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 for the last couple of years, I've looked at it as a whole different thing. Like I'm a huge fan, right? Still, but it's it, it's in such a different light. Like I'm a fan mm-hmm. of, of the sport. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I, the people. I tell people all the time. They, when you know, I tell them my history and where I came from. They're like, oh, so what's like, what's like the transition like now? I'm like, well, I'm no longer like a real big fan of anybody specific. I'm except a fan Daniel Hemrick. Except for Daniel Hemrick, because I'm a fan, <laughs> fan of Daniel Hemrick. Um, he got his door signed, by uh, the way. All right, uh, we'll talk about that later. Um, but like, I'm just a fan now of whoever's going to sell tickets and create. I mean, I could have got him signed. I mean, I'm totally butting in here with you talking about everything. All right, about. I'll tell my story later. But you could tell your story later because <laughs> all I needed to do was have them in the media center, and Danny would have came and signed them. Instead, yeah, you yeah. no, I had I had some friends who were out. JJ, out there JJ anyway. didn't get his door signed. No, he didn't I, break the rule. I, yeah, I didn't break the rules. You could have brought them here though. Right, I could have, but I had some Especially friends since we talked. To but them I had about some it. friends who were out there anyway, and they were already going. And I was like, hey, fellas, take these with you. And it was fine. And I didn't have to bother you. I and I didn't have to create more things in here. I didn't have to put doors in here. People are like, whoa, why is there doors in me, sir? So I saved everybody a bunch of questions. Let's not worry about it. Let's move on. Maybe how, you can get your tire signed next race. And how, you know what? I got, hey, I just ordered like eight cars. So we'll line the hammer cars up next race if you want me to. We'll see. He can come into a full autograph session just for you and I <laughs> if you're looking for it. 
How great would have been if those uh, those friends just like got the door signed and just kept them? I, yeah, I or put them I, on eBay immediately. I put them on eBay immediately. <laughs> I, know right? like, I don't know what happened. Someone jumped me in the parking lot and they uh, they're gone. I'm sorry, but I know where those friends live. We'd have gotten more. <laughs> My gosh! But yeah, yeah, yeah. I just. But anyway, how was your race weekend? It was good. What it was were you good. talking about? I don't know anymore. <laughs> oh, I was telling people about. Oh, um, people ask like what the transition like was like from being a fan to being like behind the scenes, and every year it just gets crazier and crazier. And I was like, I'm just a fan of whoever makes storylines and sells tickets at this point. And um, typical PR answer. <laughs> <laughs> no, that and and it's it's wild because like and I think Kevin can attest to this. We go through and we watch races and we're like. You know, if something big happens or somebody wrecks, like, oh, it used to be like, oh, man, crazy, look at that. Now it's like, oh, he just took out the Coke sign. Oh, somebody's <laughs> got to replace that. Oh, somebody's going to be so mad. Oh, I love it when I watch other races, oh. like on other tracks. Like, I love watching the Xfinity race for that reason. I love watching the burnout after like, the Xfinity like race. Like last week when Reddick did ground the burnout paint. on the Ally ground paint, I was like, oh, someone's got to paint all that purple now. Oh, and I kind of want to fly out there and help uh. them. Like, that's my favorite part. <laughs> Not that I ever help here. <laughs> so funny story about your Dale Jr. comment. So, um, you know, you were, you were chasing down Dale Jr. I was. Okay. So back before um, I was fully involved in this sport, my parents became friends with a couple people that worked at Hendrick Motorsports, and they went to Richmond. And it was right after he broke his foot. Mm-hmm. Remember he broke his foot? What was it back in the n- late 90s, early 2000s? Dale Earnhardt? Jr. Jr. Yeah. Broke his foot? Broke his foot or did something, right? Am I wrong here? He did something where her, he was injured. Probably. Long I'm story wrong. short, I mean, my yeah. mother did not follow the uh, the fan rules of walk with the driver. Okay. Stopped in front of driver. Oh, Ooh, did she step on that. his? Did she injure his foot? Tripped said driver in the garage area. Tripdale Junior. Yeah, that's a story. Wow. Yeah, that's a great story. And then like, how'd Dale react that's to that? A good story. I guess J.R. Rhodes was still with him, and J.R. was like, "What are you doing? Like, what are you? What's going on here?" And apparently, um, so I have that signature to this day. Those, those the Bud Eight days? I don't know. I feel like in those the days, Bud days. Like, but yeah, it was the Bud Eight days. Not not that he wasn't popular throughout his career, but like back then, like it was a lot. I think it was a lot harder. I think back then to get Dale Junior's autograph because he said it himself. He never came out of his motorhome unless he had to, right? Because back people then. like my mother would trip him. Right, exactly. <laughs> I wouldn't come out of my motorhome either and deal with that and get tripped for a race. But I think more towards the end of his career, he was out there signing autographs. Like anytime we did anything, he was probably the longest driver that was signing autographs and wouldn't stop until he hit yeah, everybody that's a good in line. But that you know, it's a great example of that when we did the uh, he came to the softball game, and I think he played like one pitch maybe, and then just walked up and down. He both played half an inning. Yeah, yeah, and then just played, walked up. Were you there? No. Oh, I, how do you know this? <laughs> yeah, how do you know this? Yeah, but I have an autograph story too. So well, we'll get in. We'll get in the autograph story. So whenever I was younger, we went to. Remember what track it was. By the way, I love every time you move over because Chrissy and Brooke are sharing a mic. So every time she moves over, Brooke's like, Chrissy's like, okay, so whenever I was little, my younger sister, all she wanted was Jeff Gordon's autograph. I mean, that's all she wanted. Same. So Jeff Gordon was walking. Teal <laughs> <laughs> so still wants it. <laughs> Jeff I have one Gordon was so. walking through the paddock, and my mom made a beeline I mean, an absolute beeline to Jeff Gordon. And she was, like, fighting fans to just get his autograph for my younger sister because that's all she wanted. And I remember just standing back and thinking, my mom's that crazy lady that's fighting for an autograph mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, people in Richmond. Yeah, people in Richmond who know who my mother is. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> to this day. Nice. Yeah. And not because of knowing me, because they just know. I brought it up one time to to Dennis Bickmeyer over there, and, and I told him the story. 
And he's like, I'm sure there's security guards who know about his ass. There's a couple guys on the garage. are like, remember this one time, this blonde-haired lady? She's like, yeah, tripped Dale Jr. in the garage after he was injured. Yeah, we were there. We didn't throw her out, though, because she was friends with Terry Labonte. So I'll tell you what, though, man, it. it's wild. Like, we see some of that now. And, like, we laugh about it, but we see some of it now. It's just people we don't know, and it's crazy. Like, there's some people who chase down some drivers and it, like, like you said, stop in front of them, and you mm-hmm. just you watch from a distance, and you go, "Oh, I hope you get it," but oh, that ain't gonna work. I was shaking like, in my boots. That's why I couldn't stop. I couldn't. I couldn't stop running because I was like, "I gotta get the sat sign. It's gonna be my last chance." Yeah, did you? You got it. And then six years later, I'm sipping beers, watching The Dangerous Summer with Dale Earnhardt Jr. <laughs> you know? That's a good point. Full that circle. did happen. Wow. Well, had to give The Dangerous Summer a little love. New record out tomorrow. Oh, is it new out tomorrow? New record mm. drops tomorrow. This is, what is this, Dale Jr. download? This <laughs> what is na- <laughs> oh, says the guys who started out by doing door bumper and clear <laughs> to start the thing. Dangerous Summer, Dale Jr.'s favorite band. New, oh, new record gosh. drops tomorrow. All right. Anyway. 18 anyway. and over should listen to it. You know, it's Farm Workers Day today. It is? When we recorded Farm this Workers on the, Day. the 13th of June. Farmers night. Market? Farm Workers. Farm Workers. <laughs> we got a bunch of farm workers over there at Pocono Organics I right know. now. There's other stuff that I have tied in that we can oh. kind of go through. Um, it's also Love Your Burial Ground Week, so if you got parents, grandparents, whoever that are, that have passed away, God bless them. Hope they're doing all right. Hope you're doing okay. But you can go bless their 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 burial grounds. Literally on here. It's also Soul Food Month. Oh, Soul Food, like um, Soul as in S O U L. Oh boy! Wow. Gonna start, she's gonna start spelling <laughs> Soul as in like food soul good food. for your soul, like soul Bojangles. Soul food. Bojangles good for your soul yeah. and your heart. Chicken, biscuits, gravy. Mm. Like a big burger from Red Robin. Big burger yeah. from Red Robin. And an ice cold Coca-Cola. Yep. What about some Taco Bell? Mm. No, that's nah. not soul food. That's not soul food. It's also it dairy brain for your I soul just, afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the dad joke I was looking for. <laughs> this one, Kevin, like it's guitars on the beach month. I tried to play guitar yeah, once. Guitars on the beach. Kevin's actually going to see guitars on the beach this weekend. I am. I'm going to go see guitars on the beach this weekend when Dangerous Summer plays in Asbury Park. <laughs> oh, they're playing in Asbury Park? Yeah. Down the shore? Yeah. Why do you think you took shore? Monday off? Yeah. Oh, is that why you took Monday yeah. off? Yeah. I was wondering. Because yeah, if we can't get Dangerous Summer to play here at Pocono Raceway, I got to go Enough about Dangerous Summer. <laughs> okay. Who's your, if you had to listen to one artist the rest of your life, who would it be? Uh, Zach Brown Band. Okay. Luke Combs. JJ, <laughs> you're laughing. Oh, man, I don't know, but I'll let you a little insight into my race weekend life. Um, me and Kevin Teal pick usually pick like a, a playlist for a race weekend that each of us listen to when we're driving to and from the track in our cars, driving around, wherever we're doing. Stuff that just gets our head right, you know, we have that little bit of alone time. Um, and my By play- the way, do you know if you were an actual couple, the girls at this point would have been like, aww, yeah, but I know. you're not. No, we don't pick the same playlist. <laughs> hey, we don't we don't pick the same oh, playlist. We just do that. Yeah, we like we listen to totally different things. Normally. I know that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but mine, um, I changed it up a little bit for the race, but normally mine is um, a, a mix of Creed. Creed. And Taylor Swift. <laughs> so you never know which song is going to come on next. Like, and it's it's it gets your head right. You want to talk about soulful? It gets your head right. All right. But do you, like, sing at the top of your lungs to a Taylor Swift song? <laughs> oh, yeah. You should see me on the way home. You yeah. should attach a GoPro. I went, no. No. All right. Pop quiz from them. What am I listening to race weekend on? For, for some some sort of hip-hop from the 90s. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Kid Rock. No. Kid Rock. Oh, man. Not Kid Rock. Kid Rock. Definitely Teal. not Kid Rock. Teal, if you can listen to one man for the rest of your life. <laughs> you say Dangerous Summer, I'm going <laughs> to mute your mic. <laughs> No, they wouldn't be the one band for the rest of my life. I'd definitely have to say the Foo Fighters. 
Yeah, I'd, I'd probably have to agree with the Foo Fighters. <clears throat> they got they got decades of hits, like decades, times like these, and uh, all my life, and best of you, and big me, for all the cows. We- Weenie Beanie is a good song too from the debut album. He's in the B sides right now. He is yeah. in the he's in the low. Hey, um, I heard that they're going on tour. The Foo Fighters? I thought I heard that they no, were going no. on tour. They just got off one. No, I heard they were going on tour with. Who they were going on tour they're, with? They're playing festivals right yeah. now, but I think they're taking a break as Dave does every two years because he can because he's Dave Grohl and it, he doesn't need to be there. I, yeah, I, I heard from a reliable source, aka Liz, that that that's happening. All well, right, if well, the Foo Fighters are going on tour. If they're coming here's around the deal. town. We'll be there. You know, Even I need, I need a quick weekend. bonus because I'm <laughs> dropping two hundred on a ticket. <laughs> yeah. No doubt. Me and JJ saw the Foo Fighters front row one time. We did. I mm-hmm. changed his life by taking him to that concert. We did. I was big we waited outside for 11 a.m. I didn't really go to a lot of concerts like that, Kevin Teal. The and bromance now, is so real. But now I've gone to a lot of concerts. We sat there on the <laughs> sidewalk outside romance. of BB&T oh, yeah. for hours. Yeah, it was a weird scene. Yeah. Um, right. what, so about, what about concerts recently that you guys have gone to? Who, who Recently? Yeah. Anything out there? I saw Kesha when I was in eighth grade. <laughs> That's a tick. Hey, yeah. Brush my teeth with a bottle Can't of say. Jack. I saw, whenever I was a senior, it was the last day of senior year, I went and saw Beyonce. And you're talking about, okay, for, for all the listeners, she's talking about senior in high school. Yeah, senior in high school, <laughs> not They're senior in college. college. Man. But my last <laughs> day, me and my friend got these tickets in January. It was a graduation present from my dad. So we left, like, we, like, left right after school, went down to Pittsburgh, Waited and waited for her to come out. I might have cried, maybe once, but maybe I was so excited. Maybe twice. <laughs> maybe twice. I cried at the Foo Fighters concert. And you saw who was it? You saw Same. Beyonce. When Dave Grohl sweats on you, you start crying. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Nothing. Moving on. What did you just say? When when David Grohl flicks his hair and it hits your <laughs> face. It's a spiritual moment. <laughs> it's kind of like you know when you go to church and the, the holy water. Yeah, you're baptized <laughs> by yeah. Dave Grohl. Oh, the man. holy growler. I wish I had. I wish I had known that that would have been on there because I would have <laughs> no, totally had that in our little sound. Dave thing Grohl is Dale Junior's favorite drummer. That is true. He did talk. I about learned it. that. Yeah. Joe, listen to that podcast yet? Which one with uh, Joe Gibbs, the most recent one? No. Dale Junior down. Really I know good. we're like just talking about another podcast, but that, that's a really good one. So my plan is to try to get Door Bumper Clear to show up here and do a yes. podcast. Can we be on it? I, hi- I hinted great. at that. That's we're why really good. We're just as good. That's as why I started the show off like that. I think that'd be really cool. And uh, I'm pretty sure Brett Griffin is like the number one like spokesperson for the amount of value that people are going to get here in 2020 because every time they talk about Pocono Raceway 2020, he's like, yeah. dude, if you live within like... It's 400 miles was his quote. Yeah. You live within 400 miles. So, 400 miles, four races, two so days. Someone record yeah. that and we could just keep playing that next year because it's so true. He doesn't lie. we got to give him a comfortable seat though if he's going to do that. Comfortable seat? Yeah. I heard he broke his... Took his... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what <word> up? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's the word on the social medias. Oh really? Yeah. Hey, he broke his took us apparently. Like on the, for the off weekend? I don't know. I don't, I know. don't know. He did oh. the other day apparently. Must, must have fell in Michigan in the water. I don't know. Um, tomorrow, Friday the fourteenth is World Blood Donor Day, and the reason why I bring that up hey. is because on July second, yeah, we have a blood drive. Oh, fourteenth annual. Yeah. Fourteenth yeah. annual That's American Red Cross really blood drive. Really um, cool actually, where we're sitting is registration, which is kind of yeah. cool. And then. Um, we have people donating blood over here. I think they have an open to 200 spots, and every person who's going to donate that day is going to get a $50 gift card to Pokemon Raceway. That's pretty cool. As well as a $10 gift card to from Suburban Propane and lunch and ice cream and 
Um, so that's 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 two Saturday tickets or one Sunday ticket and a koozie from Merchandise Trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, bring four kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, yeah, okay, good. Work yeah. math works out. Or and five Friday tickets or three air show tickets or three air show tickets. Wow. wow. And we're still doing a thing where you can drive a yep. lap too, right? Ten bucks per 10 lap. Bucks. And anyone who donated during the drug take back that we did yep, with the can. attorney general that got a voucher that didn't do it Saturday can come up here. Nice. You know how many pounds they? I heard it was like seventy five. Oh, close. Seventy eight. Oh, wow. on the dot here. That's it right there. I've been waiting to use yeah. that button the whole time. <laughs> wow. Kevin? Can I tell a quick story about the blood drive? Yeah. Um, that I don't think I've actually ever told in a public <laughs> forum. <laughs> so this will be good. <laughs> so Shamed everyone else's no, mind for this it one. It was 2014, right? It's my first year working here. And I don't... I No. What? So that was my first year working here. So you said we... My first full-time year. Oh, okay. So I was full-time, I think. Or maybe it was 2013. I might have even been interning, so I don't even know. I can't remember. But so I, I wanted to, to donate, obviously... Um, and cause I, and so I donated and I, I didn't, did my laps, right? Um, we did our laps first or then donated? No, I, I paid the money to oh, donate because, um, I support giving blood. I just, I get s- so scared. I'm one of those people <laughs> like, I, and so, yeah, so I don't, I, I don't know what year it was, but I donated uh, $10. I think I donated like 30 bucks to do like three laps or whatever. Cause I wanted to pay money to do laps. Um, so I had my Pontiac Grand Prix. Uh, this is an 04 Pontiac Grand Prix. Tires, bald as they can be. <laughs> and I think I had some, I was in the ticket office at the time. I think I had some of the, the ticket office staff with me in my, in my car. This is like right I held work. back on a bald joke. You're welcome. Well, I, I still had hair. I was losing it, though. It was going back. It was go- this was oh this was right as the this is right as the yeah uh, this is I so when I started at Poker Raceway I had hair <laughs> weird okay? correlation the huh? correlations are there we, that's a different story though that's a different joke anyway so I'm doing my lap and I, it, you have to go what what is the speed limit uh, it depends sixty five sixty five and I I work here, obviously I'm not going to do anything stupid but I was going around at let's I mean, just say sixty five with my bald tires and not my, doing and my anything Pontiac. stupid then or. Now or then, I was I wasn't trying to do anything stupid, okay. but I almost did something real stupid coming into the tunnel turn when um, <laughs> I did not have control on my car when the tires kind of came out from under me on turn two, and I I about walled my Pontiac Grand Prix. Doing what sixty? Yeah, but like you turn it at sixty with bald tires, like that's in why the right I try way. not like, to get in a car with Kevin Teal. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was his fault. It was the tires' fault. You had oh, no traction. I have a tire. That would I would. Have, that would have changed the course of yeah. history, though. I yeah. don't know what would have happened to me then. You'd become <laughs> a legend is what would have happened. <laughs> you'd, stu- you'd still be employed here. You would have an insurance have claim, and every single time they painted the wall, you have to go back out there and resign it. Yeah. And that's exactly what would have happened. You probably, that was scary, though. You probably would have got wall paint. From that was me. scary. I had no control for a second. I was like, well, I'm pulling in now. I don't even know if I finished my three laps. <laughs> Jeez. Well. I remember that. I remember Kevin, actually. That might have been, that was probably – it might have been 14 because I remember that gold – you Gold in? Grand yeah. Prix. I was in like oh, the man, safety truck coming sick. out of three at that point. Yeah. What car are you driving then? I didn't drive. I didn't, I, back then I was in my escape, but I didn't have. Um, I didn't do the laps like Mr. Teal did because I was just trying to learn the ropes here. Mm. So I was sitting in the fire truck with a radio, making sure nobody did more laps than they needed to be doing. Ah. Uh, yeah. You would have been the one coming out to, you know, yeah. jaws of life me out of the car. You yeah. Know, when I would do that now, I trained that. Um. <laughs> But anyway, so trained in that. You guys both are. Yeah. yeah. So it's uh we got a big weekend coming up. It's not only is it Father's Day weekend, mm-hmm. but we're gonna be down at Steel Stacks down in uh, at Arts Quest in Bethlehem there. You know, I reached out to Mike McCreary. He put up the uh, GoPro footage of what the what the 
the Lehigh Valley Grand Prix yeah. did for yeah. their course. Looks pretty cool. Yeah, it's going to be I hope, I hope while we work, like those who are working can actually go out there and take a lap. Yeah, yeah, I'm down. So down. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's the Steel Stacks Grand Prix all weekend down there. So we'll be there Friday, Saturday, Sunday with our pace car, our Suburban, tire changer. It's going to be a real cool weekend. Um, Sunday's Father's Day. So bring your dad out. Come on, check it out. I think there's open racing on so Sunday, right? Friday and Sunday. Saturday is mm-hmm. their corporate day. Yeah. Yeah, so that's going to be a real cool weekend. Um, I know, speaking of Father's Day, we just did a really cool special yesterday with the uh, Seat of the Week. Kind of a Father's Day edition, not really, but um, if you want to be Dad of the Year, go to Pocono Dad Ray- of the Year. Yeah, go to PoconoRaceway.com slash Drydean and do like a reverse Father's Day gift where you buy yourself tickets and then bring your kids. I know. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, and and if you're the first one who, but I don't know if anybody's bought it yet, but if you're the first one to, to take advantage of that, you get this sweet dad hat and mug courtesy of our friends at Driding. What do you mean by dad hat? The the, the one with the, with the American flag brim. Oh, that's, it's a cool hat. It's not a really cool hat. hat. Not a structured, structured hat. Yeah, yeah, not a structured hat. We'll call it a dad hat for the hipsters out there. Any of your parents listen to the podcast? No. Perfect. What did you, you get your dad for Father's Day? Yep, shopping on Saturday. Cool. <laughs> Uh, n- nothing yet. <laughs> <laughs> bought him a Yeti tumbler. Nice. Um, I bought him waterproof Bluetooth speakers that are in the shape of rocks to be put outside. Very cool. Nice. I got my dad a card. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably gonna do that. Yeah, well, yeah I'll probably yeah, put yeah, like yeah, a gift card in it. That, that's we're daughters. That's why we already. But yeah. you yeah. know what? <laughs> you know what makes a great Father's Day gift? <laughs> <laughs> What's that, JJ? What would that be? Tickets to the Gander RV 400, ABC Supply 500, or the Great Pocono Raceway Air Show. Or Man, if you were if any shamelesser, or I'd call you a Pocono Raceway gift card in $25, $50, values. If you just want to go straight to uh, the merchandise trailers, you can also uh, go to uh, PocanoRaceway.com, hit the little shop icon, buy some sweet Pocono Raceway merchandise. I know my friend Eric would appreciate me dropping that line in here. Where can you purchase these tickets, though, JJ? PocanoRaceway.com. <laughs> Slash tickets. <laughs> dash. NASCAR dash, dash two. two. <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> or Shindy Car. And then for the air show, it's PoconoAirShow.com. The great Pocono Raceway air show. Can't wait for that, man. Speaking we were just talking of, about speaking that. Speaking of yeah. ticks, y'all hear about oh. them deadly ticks over there in Jersey? You're scaring the heck out of me. Anyways, continue. You're st- <laughs> Kevin's, um, Kevin's in the transitional period between. Uh, Completely out of Kevin's in a transitional period becoming a, uh, a Jersey resident. Yeah, well, he's spending said, a lot of time in the lakes ticks. near Jersey. Yeah, I saw that. There's a tick that has, like, some deadly virus, right? And, like, literally, I read this article, like, after I go get out of, like, the deep woods of New Jersey. And I'm like, well, I'm The dead. deep woods of New Jersey. <laughs> right you put on anything? Do you wear? Do you no. wear? Well, why aren't you putting on anything? Because I don't need that Anything crap. that bites him is going to take one sip of that blood and go, uh-uh. No, <laughs> 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 no. I'm out. <laughs> I'll kill the tick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. And uh, to end this. I wanted to ask um, Brooke a question regarding racing because your dad's a racer. So, growing up as as a as a racing child, because racing is a family sport. By the way, did you see the Blaney Blaney it's interview? Awesome. I Pretty saw cool. It this morning, a lot of Pocono in there. Well, as there should be. I mean, he won his first midget race here mm-hmm. when he was nine. Then he works at truck race, right? Yep. Then he won his first cup race here. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, that was such a cool day. Yeah. We're doing something really cool with Blaney soon. I know. We got really cool things, but I wanted to comment on something that I saw on the social media the other day, but I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> Mike got pushed down. Because I don't want to root it. Anyway. Something cool's coming. Anyway, Brooke. 
But anyway, Brooke. Good calls. So what's it like growing up as a daughter of a dad who raced? Well, to start out, I mean, whenever I was little, it was every weekend. We were going somewhere different. And what do you, what do you drive? So he has a late model stock car, and he runs in the SCCA series. Mm-hmm. So he's in the Steel Cities region because we're from outside of Pittsburgh. So he runs. He basically kind of gets to choose which racetracks he gets to go to. So the local one, Pittsburgh International Race Complex, and then um, – he recently, this past weekend, went to Charlotte Motor Speedway. Oh, nice. And nice. I was supposed to go, but it was really expensive to fly down, so chose not to. <laughs> but Did he you placed. work instead? No. No, okay, no good. I went home, actually. Good. And he actually placed uh, first Because if we made class. her work, what she did that, it felt terrible. Don't make any, don't make any plans <laughs> the next couple weekends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he placed first in his class down there. Oh, wow. So it's exciting. And then, but, I mean, every weekend, it was like our family thing. Like, families have their traditions and their things that they like to do. Ours was racing. And if we weren't on the track racing together, we were at home watching it on TV. Nice. I think Kevin and JJ are envious of that. I'm very envious, and I want to <laughs> ask, too, um, Not this isn't, like, mandatory by any means, but, you know, if there's ever an opportunity to get uh, young JJ LaRose here in a car just for GoPro footage and just, 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 so, he can yeah. see oh. that, just so he can see that he doesn't have what it takes. <laughs> okay. Until I turn the lap where it shows that I do. Uh. I don't know. I don't know how big the insurance claim you have. Well, it's funny because my dad actually has a show car that has All two right. seats in it. Let's, oh. let's do it. I'll, I'll drive Teal. I would love to drive Teal. At, so we'll, we'll go out to Pittsburgh if we Pittsburgh, need to. Yeah. The Pittsburgh in, in July. Postseason, we're doing this. Yeah. <laughs> we're doing this. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we are. In July, they do this thing. It's called the Pittsburgh Grand Prix. So it's at Pittsburgh Race Complex. And they do ride-alongs for charity. So you pay, like, I think it's, like, $30 or $60, and there's, like, 15 cars, and they each have a second seat in them, and you take a lap around the track at full speed. That's pretty cool. So mm-hmm. you have to wear a helmet and, like, the whole giddy-up. That's, like, my dad's favorite thing. And they do it, I think it's for autism. Oh, nice. So That's cool. It's a charity event, and it's, like, the best event that we've ever done. But can I drive Kevin Teal around? I don't know. We're, <laughs> we need approvals, and we need to make sure our insurance covers this. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, can't worry about that. But your dad, your dad is a race-winning race car driver. Yeah. So last year he was his series champion. So he runs in the SCCA V8 series. So he was a champion. Wow, that's awesome. Speaking of champions, yeah. Are you talking to me? Nah, neither of you two. The other champion in the room from the college tour. How was the college tour? What did I mean? You guys won the college tour for the second year in a row. Yeah, at East Charlottesburg University. Yes. Proud winners. Absolutely. Um, I know you played a vital role in both years. What was race weekend like with everyone that was up here? Obviously, you were working, but what did the other I was working say? and having fun with all my friends and my colleagues. That's cool. Um, it was a lot of fun. And also seeing Gray Golding, like our uh, East Charlottesburg University was on the hood of his car. So mm-hmm. that was pretty exciting. We went down pit road and got a picture, all of us together, with the car. Um, and then reading the article on that was pretty cool. I read that yesterday. Um, and Old Zach ex- there, yeah, covering more news. Did you guys see the thing that Zach just did? By the way, I hope that Zach. Right. Shout out to Zach. What do you do? Thank you, Zach. What is it? What is a side by side podcast? Yeah, yeah, that's a cool podcast too. It's a good podcast. Good podcast. But anyway, keep going. The anyway, article. he wrote a cool or he wrote a cool article about us, um, ESU, and also Popcorn Buddha. Give him a little shout out from yeah. the area. And we had a great time in the skyboxes, and actually, cool story. Uh, JJ and Kevin were there, but when we were going up the elevator, 
there is an attendant in the elevator, and his name was John, I believe, and he's actually an alumni from ESU. That's my boy, Don. And uh. his brother, so there's pavilions, I guess, at a lacrosse field at ESU, and they're named after his brother. So oh we, wow. we brought him into our picture also that has a trophy and uh, President Ben May. So we just want to, yeah. Cool. It's awesome. Awesome. Don's man. He's actually from my hometown. Is he? Mm-hmm. He's yeah. He's a nice man. Nice, nice man. man. Oh, great dude. Love him. Well, um, I th- this was, I had a lot of fun. This might actually rank as one of my top favorite podcasts we've done this year. Yeah. <laughs> I th- so we got through this first race, and I think now we're just loosened up. We're going to have a good time with the remainder of podcasts. Hopefully, we got a sweet set of drivers lined up going into N2. I got somebody big. Hopefully yeah. next week. Jeff? No. Ah. Finding out. Dale? Wait, for the podcast? Current, current, currently big in the motorsports realm. For the Kyle. podcast? Are we talking no. podcast? Martin. Are we talking podcast? Yeah. Oh. Um, Michael Waltrip? No. Mr. We do need to get Waltrip on here. Yeah, we do. We do yeah. Ryan Blaney? <laughs> Straight up. We need Mr. to get Waltrip. Like big. Mike Greatest spectacle in motorsports big. Greatest spectacle in motorsports big. Pocono race. You got Pagano? Potentially. What? Yeah. Who? Simon. <laughs> That'd be so fun if we have Simon Fashion on oh this podcast. Oh my god! So I'm hoping that he's going to be available I'd love next to do week. in person, like you we do with Joseph. I know, I know. And then the following week, um, the following week, I'm asking about crepes. We have, yes. <laughs> he's apparently very good at making crepes. You know, he's also apparently very I good at making crepes. He was in that yeah. movie. He was in the movie that time. Remember? Yeah, but you know, should he play Ricky Bobby's arm? <laughs> You know who's also good at making crepes? I'll get you, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to hear you try to do it and then him do it. Oh, my God. We're going to have so much fun. <laughs> I said 15 minutes, but I know it's going to go way past that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> who's sure. making crepes? Uh, Scott Dixon's wife. No, I thought you were going to say you. No, <laughs> I'm not good at it. Wait, you're going to get her on the podcast? No. His wife? No. I'm, oh. She's good at making crepes, <laughs> oh, crepes. Oh, oh. All this. <laughs> See, we're loosened up. We're losing the show. <laughs> losing it it's starting thing. to go away. Oh, man. I hope we get passionate. That'd be so much fun. Thanks for Brooke and Chrissy for dealing with our craziness Thanks on this podcast. Us. Can we get Timmy Hill, too? We'll get Timmy Hill. And Michael Waltrip. We All get of Michael Waltrip. All Play of that sweet, sweet Porter and Sales outro music. Holla. <laughs> What's the name of that song? Buckle up and drive.